and welcome to yet another episode of Shift Podcast, where we talk to people around the world about ways that they've come overcome their own struggles and challenges and have created mindset to help them grow. And essentially, the whole aim of this podcast is to really help people overcome their own internal BS to help them achieve to where they want to go. And uh, I'm really enjoyed talking with entrepreneurs and people from different backgrounds that really just do amazing things around the world. And hopefully that will inspire you to do something as well. Um, so my name is Elena Agaragimova. I'm the host for this podcast. I'm really excited to have with me today Fiona McKinnon. She is the CEO and co-founder at The Moment uh, Company. Um, the Moment companies uh, they develop mental well-being products that help reduce stress by making the benefits of mindfulness, meditation, and breath work simple, quick, and effective. And in fact, the Moment Pebble, which I'm holding in my hand right now, is a beautifully designed natural stone. Um, it's a breathing device that reminds us all to just take a moment and be mindful. And this definitely does wonders for me. And I'm going to tell you all about that, Fiona, because I think it's worth to be shared. But welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to join you. So before we go into the, the, the moment pebble and the amazing work that you guys are doing, I want to kind of debunk this myth on mindfulness and, you know, stress reduction exercises, because I think there's a lot of discussion around it. But let's just get to the science of it. Why does it matter? What does it have to do with our brains, with how we process information? Talk to us about that. Sure. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I know we've got, you know, 30 minutes. I could talk for days on this. So I will, war I will warn you now, it's a real kind of passion project. And like my other co-founders in Moment Company, we became curious in this space and what the mind and body connection meant because we felt physical and mental burnout and stress ourselves. And, you know, I, I can talk to my sort of personal experience first and then that how that translated to the company. But um, when you don't know how to listen to your body and you're just burning the candles at both ends and you're working hard and perhaps have stress in your personal life, it's very easy to, you know, listen to the old school, just keep going, just keep pushing through. And that's what a lot of us do until there comes a point where we just physically can't do that anymore. And, you know, the, some people turn to, you know, medication and a more kind of pharmaceutical route to find help. But actually what I discovered in, in, in my kind of recovery from burnout was that there was very simple things that I could do that, um, about being more mindful about the language that I used and also around meditation that started to make me feel calmer throughout my day. And those little moments of calm then soon began to kind of um, cumulatively add up until I could actually feel a physical change in my body. And so I started to become more curious about what this kind of mind and body connection connection was doing. And if you look back to the origins of mindfulness, it's centuries old. And the definition of mindfulness is simply being 100% focused on a task at any given moment. And the important part is that you're focused on that task, but without judgment or reaction. So you're not doing something, but saying in your head, 
negative thoughts or being distracted by something else. You are simply focused on one thing. Now, it often goes together with meditation. So people imagine that you have to be mindful means being thoughtless and that you're meditating. But actually, it's not. Being mindful is quite a dynamic state because you're doing something, you're active, you are thinking, you are creating perhaps, you know, things like knitting, writing, cooking, walking, running. These are all mindful practices Mm -hmm. because they allow you that freedom to think about nothing else other than what you're, what you're doing. So that, um, that is, is the origins, uh, I guess, of that mindfulness and where we've adapted it into people's day-to-day lives in terms of the science behind it. So that's how it makes you feel, you know, it makes you feel uh, calmer. It makes you feel more focused. It can make you feel more creative. Um, And the reason it does that is that in as little as 30 seconds, which is where our products are derived from, a mindful moment led by a breath has the ability to put your mind and body into a coherent state. So that is not fight or flight, but more rest and digest. So we're bringing ourselves gently back into, into balance. And that's what being mindful and using our breath to trigger that. That's what it does to our, our systems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And I, I love that there's two points that you mentioned. You know, you said that, I mean, there's many things you mentioned, but two that really out for me was that, you know, this this whole idea that, you know, when you do it day by day, you know, each day, if it, you keep it consistent, it really, you really start to see a difference. And I think it was Simon Sinek uh, uh, who was talking about consistency and how we build relationships and things like that. And he gave an example of, you know, when you're brushing your teeth every day, you know, just brushing your teeth once, once you know, in a while, it's not going to do anything. But if you stop brushing, it's going to get you, you know, your, your teeth might might start having problems, etc. So it's almost like these daily things, small things that are so small, but so impactful, and they really add up. And same things with meditation. Um, frankly speaking, I, I'm, I'm a person who's always on the go. I'm like a million miles an hour most of my days. And a couple of years back, I've discovered the impact of meditation. And to be frank with you, I'm not as, as consistent as I should be with it. But this thing has really helped me um, slow down. And we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, the moment pebble. But there really is something to it, right? And, and what I love about the recent research is that it really, like, we can see the science. And I think it was also on your website. I might have seen some of these things where you can see the science of a person's, you know, brain of how mm-hmm. they are prior to the mindfulness experience or just that moment of meditation and after. And I think that's... That's that's amazing. And then another thing you mentioned, which I think is important because we're all continuously so busy and and going, going, going is that it takes micro actions. It doesn't require like full on kind of things. And that's what I love about the, the things that you guys offer, because it, it, you also do programs that are very quick micro learnings, you know, that, that people can really look into and sets as a reminder as well. So it's, there's a whole education piece, which, which I, I absolutely love. Well, if you think um, if you think about um, your mental fitness in the same way you think about your physical fitness, which um, 
a lot a lot of um i guess media and the way that physical fitness is presented as an industry and also the benefits of that haven't yet fully translated to mental well-being and mental health and actually i think it was prince harry just last week talked about mental fitness and i'm like yes he gets, he gets it too so i always use the analogy of buying a peloton bike and put or or like a home gym and putting it in the corner of your room and looking at it i don't know maybe like once a week it's never going to get you fit yeah. you got to get on it and you've got to be active in it and actively participating in it to feel the benefit and then when you start to feel the benefit you start to see the benefit and then you want to do it more and that's where that consistency as you rightly said comes into play in that habit formation if you do if you go to the gym once you're not going to look like arnold schwarzenegger he got there because of consistency and commitment but also because he felt good it looked good he looked good and it made him feel better and it became obviously his brand in that particular example but you know it's the same with your mental fitness you need to have an active desire to want to change and and to feel the benefits and when you do you're literally triggering those endorphins that make you feel good that make you want to do it um again but what's important about the mental fitness techniques and why we specialize in moments is that it doesn't have to be more time out of your day that you have to dedicate to it you can do the simple things like you do every day like brushing your teeth my co-founder alex does a breathing exercise as he brushes his teeth in the morning oh, yeah. there are things you can do to weave into boiling the kettle when you go for a walk don't take your phone and look up and look at your surroundings more and those simple things are proactive uh mindful meditative techniques that will over time have a huge impact on how you feel but also how you interact with others um because the the benefits are deep deep rooted and it's when you you consistently show up every every day that you really start to feel how they can change your life mm. you mentioned the point of like actually taking an action and uh the 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 habit coach which is James Clear uh, the author of the atomic habits which i'm sure you know yeah uh, he put it very nicely he said um there's a difference between motion and action so what he was saying is like if you want to lose weight and you go to the gym every day and you talk to your instructor that is doing a motion that is associated <laughs> with okay i want to get in shape but he's like no matter how many times you go to the gym and talk about talk with your trainer unless you actually get on a treadmill or start using the machine unless there's an action it just it, nothing will happen so in the same thing i absolutely agree you know the action needs to be there and and like i said it doesn't have to take a lot uh, out of a person's day um i wanted to also so you know i i think one of the things that people struggle with um is it's uncomfortable the the moments when you just starting to meditate or starting to become more mindful of your thoughts it is an uncomfortable experience i mean you know i mean when i first started you know just being more mindful and just really auditing my own thoughts it's uncomfortable it's it, the it sure it helps with self awareness but it's it's not easy it's not easy to address certain things so i'm just curious like what do you what do you think about how can people those especially that are you know that are you know when you get into meditating you know the first minute and you just have all these thoughts and it's almost scary to even have to look at them or you know mentally look at them and address them what do you recommend for for people that are just 
not comfortable with facing their own <laughs> internal thoughts, I guess. And um, so the, the, there's a couple of things that, that come to mind. And actually, before, before, before the suggestions, the, the, the first piece of advice is, is just be easy on yourself. And you're, you're not going to be a, a Jedi master in one, in one session. You know, it takes time and it takes patience. And that's why just starting just little, little small steps is, is really important to kind of build up your comfort levels. So there's a number of, of different things that you can do. The, one of the very first things is that it's almost impossible to think yourself out of stress because we get caught up so much in our internal dialogue and it's thought that we have 60,000 thoughts a day or up to 60,000 thoughts um which is a lot right okay. it's also been proven that 95% of those are the same thoughts you had yesterday oh wow 80% of those are negative right oh, so wow. We're let's kind of pre- Let's pause here for a second. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. 60,000 thoughts a day. 85 of them are 95% of them are the same ones we had yesterday. Wow. And 80% of those are negative. We are hard on ourselves. And we are almost pre-programmed to live today the same way we did yesterday. Yeah. Right? So... Um, the first thing to appreciate is that we cannot stop those 60,000 thoughts, right? Even I do transcendental meditation, which is a very deep mantra led meditation. And the goal is to get to stillness. And in the 20 minutes I do that, there's probably 10 second moments where you actually go, oh, I didn't have a thought there. And then your mind starts again. It's just the way we work. So don't expect that meditation means silence. It doesn't. It just means that you can bring in a thought, but let it go. Don't dwell on it. Don't then start telling stories with that thought. You just go, okay, it's okay to think that and then move on to something else. So don't imagine that that mindfulness and, um, sorry, meditation means your mind is less it's, it's not um so if i come back to the point where you can't think yourself out of stress because we have so many thoughts that are pre-programmed to be negative one of the first things we can do to make a change in our body is is not through the mind therefore it's 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 through the body it's a um, physiological change that we need to make first and that is just by taking a deep breath and maybe another one <laughs> I need one three, three simple deep breaths and learning to breathe into your belly rather than up here which can be quite shallow and, and increase our stress but learning just to direct that breath into our belly and trigger our body into a new state first is almost like the entry point to then, okay, I've got a little bit of a break now. My heart rate's come down. Okay, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. And you've immediately put yourself into a more calm state. So my best advice is, don't worry. You can't stop thinking. 
but you can use your breath to create a little pause and a moment of calm and and then from there you know just start small one or two minutes mm-hmm. and just kind of see if you can just sit and perhaps focus on something like a pebble yeah. something that you know a piece of jewelry that you love and just kind of appreciate how something might feel in your hand or a sensation or a noise perhaps a, a piece of music that you enjoy and just sit and get lost in that kind of dynamic action because sometimes being asked to sit still and meditate for someone that's stressed about that that can be more stressful mm-hmm. so you can be in a meditative state but still be dynamic and aware of your surroundings you can be seeing feeling tasting and touching but still be be calming your 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 mind and your reaction so mm. yeah hopefully you got something from that lots of advice again but just some really easy ways to to introduce the concepts of of taking time out for yourself really absolutely i mean the whole breath thing i i don't know if you know the statistics or statistics or i don't remember it but they're saying that we we use only such a small percentage of actual like a capacity of our lungs or something like that and i don't remember exact but we don't breathe properly in general <laughs> right we don't we really don't um and i mean i was telling you before we started recording about the pe- the pebble and you know just having and i was telling you like frankly speaking you know like i understand the science between behind mindfulness because of the work that we do with bester and all of that but i don't know what it is about this pebble that just works and really it just works and even that that breath like just having it on my radar reminds me to take a breath because i am i am i'm i'm still not great at this is to just taking a moment and like remembering that i need to breathe you know especially when you're on the computer and you're just going you and i realize until i look at it or, or there's something to remind me to to uh, to take a breath essentially and i love it because it's it's not um it's not an app necessarily, right? Yeah. It's not one of those things. And this what it's that low, low tech essentially um, tools, which I think is important because we're so connected. And for me, I mean, personally, and I think many people might relate is that even if I have these meditation apps, I get very distracted by other things on the phone. <laughs> it, 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 my mind is still on the fact that I'm holding a phone. So, but even taking something like this and take just getting away from my phone, for example, from the computer, really is allowing you to take a moment. Um, yeah. And I don't, again, I don't know what it is. I'm just sharing my my experience. No, I mean, that, that's exactly um, where the idea of of why you know we could we could have created what we do around moments in an app, but it, there's a reason why it's in a physical device because we want people to take time away from devices. I read a, a study recently. I'm sorry, I can't remember the source, but um, it had proven that just having your phone nearby, even if it's switched off, lowers your cognitive performance. I believe so it. <laughs> you don't even have to have it on you. You know, it can literally just be sitting next to you. But knowing that it's there, you know, it's it is impacting our, our brain capacity and, and our concentration and our behavior and. So we didn't want something to be connected to a device or to to have a, an alert or a reminder. You know, Apple Watches kind of kind of make me anxious. 
because I, I would never have one because I don't like the thought of technology or a pre-programmed algorithm telling me when I was thirsty. I want my body to tell me I need to have a drink. I don't want to wake up in the morning feeling refreshed and great and then have my watch tell me I've had a terrible night's sleep. That's immediately going to put me in a bad mood. So that's a we, good wanted, point. Yeah. we wanted to create something that allowed people to take time away from connected devices and to get more connected to how they actually feel and what they feel they need to do in their day, eat, sleep, drink, walk, move, rest, without it being alert and alert in an app telling them to do that. We, we lived for centuries without... <laughs> watches yeah. and we all survived <laughs> yeah i think that's a brilliant point because there there's so much out there and sure for so you know my, my thing with technology and apps and all this listen do what works for you but yeah. be mindful that you're not just being kind of pushed in a certain direction because that's the aim of a particular application or tool that's out there right and i think you're completely right that we forgot how to listen to our bodies um, uh, and, and, and also the environment. I mean, I'll just mention this briefly because it just recently happened to me. But our environment and how we're encouraged to take the less natural way to things, right? And I mean, I'm, I'm biased because having, having grown up in Russia, we're very much all about natural, natural healings and kind of natural ways of doing things where, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not huge on, on kind of going for the medicine as the first thing. And, and I'll tell you an example. I was talking to uh, my, my physician the other day and we we're talking about some, uh, something else. And, and, and he's like, oh, how's it going? I was like, oh, you know, a little bit of anxiety from time to time, you know, but it's understandable, you know, having a startup, it's, it's part of life, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just what it is. Yeah. Just 90% of the time and I accept it. Um, but, and the first thing, and, you know, and I didn't really appreciate it from him because he, he, the first thing he said, he said, listen, come in, if you want to come in and let's look at um, uh, uh, if there's medication that we, 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 we can suggest to you now. And I didn't say anything, but after I hung up, I was like, that is so strange because he doesn't really, he's a new physician for me. So he doesn't really know me yet. That was his first reaction. And granted, we're not going to go into the whole pharmaceutical and, and you know, the, the healthcare aspect of it. But the point is that how often are we being pushed in certain directions from other people, from applications, from sources that might be valid for somebody? Maybe they're valid for you, but we need to let our bodies, we need to be able to feel it. <laughs> like it's not... It's not a one-way road. It's there's not one way to to do something, and I think that's that that's the beautiful part. And I I completely agree. I think that having this and that's why it's so uncomfortable because we're almost not used to it. And one of the things, the, the final thing I'll mention, I'll pause here is, on on your website you were talking about as well about how we have to unlearn. We have to unlearn the way we used to things, right? Like unlearn certain habits and. And I think part of why we feel uncomfortable when it comes to meditating and mindfulness for some of us is because we have to unlearn how to, you know, unlearn this behavior that we always have to be on, that we always have to be connected because it's a habit that we've created to be continuously on. So, Or, or to follow on from your, your um, pharmaceutical conversation, you know, like the, the pill for the ill, there's... There's a huge industry, you know, I love my coffee, so, <laughs> but, but around, you know, keeping people at that high intensity, high burnout phase, and that's a whole industry and almost like a badge of honor as well. How far can you push to the extreme? And actually, 
what we're uncovering more and more is that no one can operate. That's not optimal level. That is not your best performance. And actually listening to yourself and, and taking a step back is, is both physically beneficial for yourself, but also for those around you. It's impossible to be at your best performance when you are burnt out and you're having to make up for natural energy through the use of stimulants. Yeah. Antidepressants, whichever end of the scale that you're on, but you know, stimulants is, is a huge, um, huge market that is is just dumbing down almost your personal signals and triggers of your body saying, I can't, I, I need a good, I need some rest. Please, can I have some rest? Well, we've been pre programmed to say, No, let's fight through this. That's a sign of weakness. Keep going, keep going. Stopping is the absolute sign of strength mm. and self-care and self-love and something we should be proud of and talk about and celebrate. You know, we, if we, we celebrate the wrong things in my opinion, you know, that we celebrate working late, we celebrate the word busy, you know, and, and actually we should be celebrating more about kindness and more about being able to, know when you're you're working at your best and and have the confidence to say that's i i need some time out i need some time out but we're not very good at doing that (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely it's um it's a challenge it's a challenge yeah just reflecting because that's 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 something i struggle with and uh i have and I, you know, I'm I, I'm trying very hard, but it's it's not easy. It's not easy to because you're so con- you're right. It's it really needs to be really aware of the stimulants that are available to you that are keep pushing you in certain directions. So I think it's uh, again mindfulness, right? Being aware, taking a moment. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you're you're absolutely right because like, you know I talked about stimulants. I don't normally go there, but that felt right in that conversation. <laughs> that was just a it's an off the cuff kind of you know train of thought, but um. You know, what we put in our bodies um, is, is a mindful practice as well. And the more connected we are to how things make us feel, the more you start to make naturally better choices as well. So when I started doing transcendental meditation three, four years ago now, um, someone said to me, watch out, it will change your life. I was like, okay, crazy person. I love you, but <laughs> what do you mean it will change my life? And she was right because I, I didn't mean to, but I, I followed the same path that she had, which was quite a hard partying person. So then becoming vegetarian, I just kind of went off meat and became more plant-based in my diet. And then about a year later, completely quit drinking and I've been two and a half years sober now. And that was a byproduct of meditation, mindfulness, working on breath, understanding what fueled my body and made me feel good. And when I didn't feel good and I was low in energy, had bad performance, had more negative dialogue words in my head, I, I could I could start to see that things that I was putting in my body were not were triggering those. And so when I cut those out, I was more able to manage mood. I was more aware of things around me and arguably happier because I'd taken out the things that were, you know, artificially and stimulant, you know, changing how I felt about myself. So yeah, look out, it can change your life. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think that's, um, 
I think I'm gonna try this meditation. I've heard about it. I've been I've been thinking about it um, actually. But that's uh, yeah. Maybe I needed this conversation. Maybe this is my <laughs> trigger to actually do it to actually get to it. Um, listen, I want to ask you a couple of questions just about the entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about and you've mentioned just now even like some of the things that you've learned about yourself. But is there anything that you know when it comes to just building a product, building a business around this topic that is you know, now, uh, you know, gaining more and more kind of popularity and, and because now there's also science behind it. So now all the, all the, all the skeptics that are out there now you say, listen, it's not just, you know, sitting on a mountain and doing yoga <laughs> beyond that, right? It's much more than that. And there are actual positive impacts. And that's why some of the most, you know, the, the most productive business leaders and, you know, uh, le- leaders of different organizations that are practicing mindfulness and meditation on daily, basis and credit a lot of their success to this very simple practice so talk to us a little bit about building this product and the the journey of of it what's the biggest lesson yeah, it's, the biggest um, challenges and the biggest lessons <laughs> <laughs> how long have you got um it's it's uh you know stress anxiety and therefore solutions i, I don't really like using that word and um, but but Offerings around mental well-being and support have have come to the fore, as we said, through through COVID, and you know the pandemic has created this kind of secondary um, stress pandemic that everyone is feeling globally. And I I do feel that it's only going to get worse over the next few years because we're just going to start to really kind of feel what we've all collectively been through. Um, and so with that, it's a huge opportunity for entrepreneurs for businesses in this sector who, who are authentic and and have something to say and really have the desire to want to help people at, at their hearts. And it's thought that in the US alone, the meditation industry is going to be worth over $2 billion this year. And that's that's just in, 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 in the US. So you can imagine the global industry is yeah. huge. Um, and you're right, it's moved from this kind of woo-woo, Eastern philosophy into a much more mainstream uh, vocabulary, you know, everything from politicians to celebrities and everybody else in between, athletes, everyone talks about mindfulness and meditation and mental well-being. So there's a huge amount of opportunity. So we definitely feel we're in the right place at, at the right time, even though our own journey actually started back in 2018, because unlike building an app, physically prototyping a product and and manufacturing something does take um, a long time. And I think this is version 27. So the light diffusion, Mm -hmm. the sequencing, the the stone consistency, the weight, the marbling are, are, are things that we spent a long time developing because we wanted it to be something that people could hold trust in and carry with them. Um, so starting a, a startup during COVID is very challenging. Starting a manufacturing one that when your um, supplies are in Shenzhen in China, like most people around the world, that's a challenge when markets are locked down. However, that period last year gave us the opportunity to build our method and our course and just to take a bit of a breath ourselves and think what is it that we want to bring to the world what are the things that are going to make a difference to people to do more research and to really ensure when we launched it it felt um that we had 
we were ready. We were ready. I think if we hadn't have had COVID last year, we perhaps wouldn't have been, um, but we needed that kind of break to do that. So it was very challenging um, building a physical product last year. Brexit caused us problems being based in the UK. Thanks. Um, in terms of shipping to international countries and again, just receiving goods from overseas. Um, and also I think just as, you know, in, individuals and entrepreneurs, um, there's three of us in the organization and, and it can be hard sometimes, you know, when you get these challenges to stay the course and to remember that you're doing it for good. And, you know, we had, a, we had a lovely chat before we started recording about the benefits that you felt of the pebble and just getting people's feedback and seeing the difference that we're making just reminds us every day to kind of keep pushing through and to believe in, in what we're doing. And I think that, you know, having the support of each other, but also our early backers have made such a big difference to us. Um, but like any startup and entrepreneur, probably the biggest challenge for me as the CEO is fundraising. and <laughs> It's just keeping cash flow and, and those very early days of a business, kind of keeping things moving and keeping everybody's spirits up because, you know, there's a natural hockey stick curve, hopefully, that happens in a product-led um, business. And, and that can be hard sometimes when, you know, you're trying to manage many different hats um, when you're a small business, but it's also what I love. It's what keeps me excited. I love being at the start of things. And, you know, one day I'm talking marketing, the next I'm speaking to investors and the next we're talking to the factory and, or I'm talking to, to you and I get excited about the actual end result that we can deliver for people. So I, I personally love the variety and, and what that brings, but I guess it, it also means that it can be quite stressful. So my co-founder and I, Alex, we practice what we preach. So we we guide each other through breath exercises. We talk about meditation all day long, as you can imagine. So I'm very fortunate that my product <laughs> helps me manage my day-to-day -day as well. So I practice on myself quite a lot <laughs> and go, that was good. I'm going to share that. <laughs> Your product is helping me manage my day to day. So, okay. <laughs> absolutely. Um, listen, before uh, I ask you the final question, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they learn about more about the, the this pebble if somebody's interested and much more right. that you offer? Yeah, so we you can find out about Moment Pebble and the method that comes with it, which is a, a program that allows people to understand more about mindfulness, breathwork and meditation. Uh, so that's all on our website, momentcompany.co. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Moment Company. And we do two weekly or twice weekly um, live check-ins where we help people transition out of their week and into the weekend and then vice versa um, on a Monday morning. So Mondays and Fridays, you can catch us doing short exercises there. Um, and also follow us on our um, Facebook, which is at Moment Company as well. Awesome. And the final question, if you had a magic wand to... <laughs> or a magic pebble. <laughs> or a magic pebble. If you, we already have a magic pebble. But... Um, 
it, it really is. I feel like if I really feel like it's magic, honestly. Like I said, I don't know what it is, but just holding it. And I'm just going to bring you to all of my meetings from now on. <laughs> Can I just say? You know, because, you know, just being very transparent, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not sure how, let, let's see how this is going to work, you know, and understanding that it's just something, it's the physical aspect of it. It's something about holding it, seeing it, feeling it. It, 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 it's not, like I said, it's not an app and, you know, and I'm all up for tech and everything, but, but there's something about the physical aspect of being able to hold it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but anyway. Um, so back to magic wand. Magic, the magic wand. Tell me if you had a magic wand, what would you like to see happen in, in your world? Maybe. Uh, I mean, our, our, our overall vision is that millions of people know how to take a moment for themselves and feel the benefits. If I could have a magic wand for the rest of this year, it would be to work with corporations who truly want to invest and understand mental well-being and fitness in their organizations and to to help them do that through through bringing you know our our methods and our program to life within not just not just um you know end of the day start of the day when people think that that's when they should be looking after their health and mental well-being but understanding how we can help people do that throughout the day mm. and and you know every situation so my magic wand would be that you know we're making a difference to lots of people's lives suffering with stress and anxiety and for people that want to get curious about how they can improve their own well-being we all have we all have it this is the vehicle to help you but everything you need you have already here and here beautiful well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I look forward to it and to many more moments. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> thank you.